0: hey everybody welcome back to walk it out my name's Gretchen cannon i'm the host of this podcast and I have Dan decker with me today and we are very excited to testify the goodness of God in dan's life and how he uh, took care of you physically with a liver tra- with a lung transplant I said liver didn't mm-hmm. I you know one of those important organs yeah. <laughs> but not only that but brought you back into reconciliation with him. Mm-hmm. And so I am so excited for you to um, just share with us the story of what happened. Okay. And um, this series is all about just the culture changing for the kingdom of God and telling the stories of hope instead of the stories of doom and gloom that happens. And not that we shouldn't know those stories, but we need to instill hope that the kingdom of God is moving in people's lives. And that's what this series and really this testimony is all about. Yes. So share with us what happened.
1: Okay. Well, it, it it all started in 2018. I had started coming back to the Lord.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I started getting these attacks. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like one day I'd wear a knee brace. The next day it'd be a hand brace. Uh, went to the doctor. They said, oh, it's just scalping.
0: Mm. Well, the attacks
1: got worse. There was a couple of times in the night that I just, God, take me home. I don't, I don't, this this is too much. Painful. So finally they got me to a, 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 they sent me to a um, pulmonologist because I Mm -hmm. started having trouble breathing at the same time. Mm -hmm. Well, she put me on oxygen. This was in 19, 18 was pretty rough. And then in the early 19, they put me on oxygen. And she said, I want to send you to a friend. At OU, that's a rheumatologist. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we got a problem here. So I went and seen her, and she, and
0: rheumatologist works with like arthritis, arthritis. and pain, right? Yeah, and okay. Pain. Okay.
1: So because you go, can't
0: get gout in your lungs, right? No, okay. No, no. <laughs> I'm like, do I understand this well
1: So I went. I went and seen her, and she got me on the road to controlling the arthritis, yeah, and stopping the attacks. And she said, "Would you like to see our pulmonologist here at mm-hmm. OU?" And I said, "Nah, I got, I got one." Mm-hmm. And that the one that sent me there. So it went on. They was my, I was on the oxygen. I was still working. I had to go to North Dakota.
0: And you're not on oxygen right now.
1: Isn't no, that so cool? I'm not okay. on
0: oxygen. <laughs> I think that's so cool.
1: <laughs> so uh, I've been oxygen free for two years and seven months. Oh, that's so good in seven months. I love it. So it, in June of, of 2019, I, t- I took a, a trip to uh, North Dakota to look mm-hmm. at a job. And I was on oxygen, you know, I had to go through all that road to get their approval, to get on the airplane yeah. and all that stuff. So I get there, and I noticed I was sick. Something mm-hmm. wasn't right. I knew something wasn't right. So I went and looked at the job. You know, I go walk about 10, 15 foot, and I was out of breath. And I was oh, on oxygen. Wow. And, and and I asked God then, I said, God, please, just get me home mm-hmm. before you take me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. I, I was that You wanted point. to
0: come back to your right. family and be in...
1: So the, at the house. I struggled. Yeah. I was up there three days. I finally got home. Mm. Uh, I told the wife, I, I said, honey, I just, I don't feel good. I need mm-hmm. to, I need to go to the doctor tomorrow. I think. I said, if I'm not better in the morning, we, we need to go to the emergency room. So she said, okay. So mm-hmm. the next morning I didn't feel better. Mm-hmm. So we went to Mercy. They run all kinds of tests and did all this stuff. And then they come in there and said, well, we got bad news. You got a blood clot in your lung. That wow. we can't get to, so oh, wow. you're uh, you're gonna be here for a little while. So they put me in their ICU for 14 days. That's miracle number one. Wow! <laughs> just 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 getting the blood clot.
0: Yeah.
1: To me, would be become a miracle one. By the end, you'll understand why it was it, to me. It's a miracle. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, while I'm in the hospital for the 14 days, you know they monitored me and put me on all these blood thinners and mm-hmm. all this other stuff and. I met a doctor at Alamian, mm-hmm. and he, he was kind of over my, uh, he was a pulmonologist, and uh, he said, when they discharge you, come see me in a week or two. So we set up an appointment, and I went to see him, and I, I walked into his office, and he was very casual, and he just, there was no exam or nothing. He said, I just want to be honest with you, you need a lung transplant.
0: Wow.
1: Wow. He said, we're not even going to beat around the bush, but he said, I got a friend, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. can help you. Mm-hmm. He said, "So I want to send you to Integris." He said, "There's no sense in me wasting your money, my time." Right. So, so I went to it. It took um, I can't remember because then all the days started running together. It's probably about three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. I got a call from Integris, and they said, "Come up and see us." And we went up there, and first thing they want to know is all your financials. you Mm -hmm. got to bring your financials. Look at all your insurance. they got to make sure that you – because, I mean, the final cost for my surgery was a million dollars.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A million dollars. Wow.
1: So we got through all that, and then they said, okay, now we're going to have to go through a battery of Mm tests, and you're going to have to start doing these six-minute walks. So the first one I did, I did okay. I think my oxygen dropped maybe once. Mm -hmm. So – we do the test, the, the three days. I mean, they did every test on demand to make sure I had nothing other than, you know, the lung problem. And I kept asking them, what's wrong with my lungs? Why are we here? What What's the deal? And uh, finally, about midway through all of it, they said, well, we call it interstitial lung disease. We don't know what caused it, but we're oh, pretty wow. sure it's arthritis. Wow. So... uh. Then, that's incredible
0: yeah i didn't know that could happen
1: so dr butinsley at integris he said while we're going through all this i want you to go see my doctor buddy at ou dr Kebby, mm-hmm. which is the doctor the same
0: arthritis doctor
1: that that Vasir <laughs> wanted me to see so i went and seen him he run a bunch of other tests they went in looked inside my mm-hmm. heart my lungs and all that stuff and he put me on a bunch of drugs that slowed the progression of the disease down. Mm-hmm. He said, There by no means you're still gonna get a lung transplant. We're just gonna slow it down until we can get it done. Mm-hmm. So in uh in in um let's see, it was probably it, it was in November of of uh twenty, I went to do a six minute walk test and I got about thirty feet and my oxygen levels dropped to uh, Wow way, way down there. I can't even remember. Uh it was below forty. And so they just stopped it. Wow. And, yeah. And, and I remember the nurse saying, we really ought to hospitalize you, but we can't, you know, because you won't stay. So, and with COVID going on, they really yeah. didn't have no room. Right. So, Right. I go back upstairs and uh, we're uh, sitting there and they come in and said, well, you're in bad shape. We're going to put you on the list. Mm-hmm. So they said, probably by Thanksgiving, you'll officially be on the list. So I said, okay. You know, after all these tests, I yeah. mean, they went in my heart three mm-hmm. times Right. that they, they, uh, just so many tests. It was just... In order
0: for you, somebody to even get on a transplant list, it's a massive deal. Right. Not just you need a transplant. So my neighbor, we talked about her at the anniversary service, Leela, she had had three kidney transplants. Yeah. And every time, like all the rest of her body had to be working properly, which... As an organ donor I appreciate in the sense of like right. if if when I pass and they give my organs away to somebody, I want it to be something where their body can receive it and it's going to increase right. their livelihood and their their like you, it's mm-hmm. increased your chances of living a good long life. Right. Yeah. Instead of somebody else that has an issue. So that does make sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So on uh Thanksgiving night, they called me and said, Hey, we got a set of lungs. Get up here. Wow. So you get, you get Happy one hour. Yeah. You get one hour to get to the hospital mm-hmm. Well, you got to be on site. Then they can say, okay, yeah, we'll accept the lungs. So then here comes the COVID test, 26 vials of blood. Yeah. They run all the tests. You go set for 12 hours and wait. Mm-hmm. You got to wait for the COVID test to come back negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the donor, the COVID mm-hmm. test has to be negative and, uh,
0: because COVID affects lungs pretty good,
1: yes. so that yes. totally yes.
0: makes sense for sure. Yeah.
1: So the the first set of lungs, the I guess the person had aspirated in the lungs, so the lungs was no good. They were contaminated. Wow. So that morning around seven in the morning, I was expecting to go to surgery. They let me go home. So how disappointing. It was disappointing. Oh my god. But gosh. It, but it was you know they told you told me in the beginning y- y- it probably might, will happen, but yeah, but still. So yeah, uh, it's like hey,
0: here's a gift. Oh well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so about uh, we'll just say the second time mm-hmm. they were spaced out over over a couple months. I get up there. We do the full battery test. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Wait to 12 hours. I go down to OR. I had to have this special shower. I had to take twice. Uh, we get down there. They shave me. I'm in the room looking at the OR and mm-hmm. they're saying, okay, yeah. Yeah. And they come back and said, no. Oh. No, there was, uh, I think that that the second one there was, uh, cyst or something on the okay. lungs so they said no this is no the
0: lungs go. weren't good enough
1: to yeah now i'm thinking god yeah. what have i done you yeah. know i'm trying oh, to do everything transactional
0: yes like i haven't performed to your yeah. standards yes. so you're not going to give me something right yeah
1: i said god what have i done why 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 so wow they, they sent me home
0: how many of us deal with that on all kinds of stuff <laughs> so which
1: is
0: so not our new covenant identity,
1: but. No. So, so on the, th- on the third time, I get, I get my third call. I get up there. We get all ready. I said, oh, surgery's at six in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So about, I'd say five o'clock in the morning, nurse come in and said, it's a no go.
0: Three times.
1: They said. Uh, oh my goodness. There was uh, pus around the heart. So oh, wow. they, uh. And I'm thinking,
0: well, what's the heart got to do with set of lungs? Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's close enough that it could be there could be infection. Is that what they're thinking, or something well, wrong?
1: Well, they, they they just said no. Uh, uh, so what's your? You, I'm sure you're devastated
0: every time, or mm-hmm. disappointed. I mean, there's probably a whole range of emotions, but. You're also probably appreciative that they're going to give you a really good set of lungs.
1: Yeah, when I, you do, I, get I knew I was because Doctor Hooker said, "I'm going to give you a good set of lungs." Yeah, but uh, and he was a Christian man. He said, "I just I don't know how you deal with this," mm-hmm. and I said, "Not very good." Yeah, not very yeah.
0: good. Yeah. So you had started in this conversation about how you had come back. You were coming back to the Lord in yes. 18. Did this help build your faith or did were there times where it rocked your faith or it rocked my faith yeah
1: to be honest it really rocked my faith i I I mean i tried to stay strong and i and i put up a good front for everybody else, especially my wife Mm -hmm. yeah she's a sweetheart but deep down i was you know i was questioning a few things so we go home and so the wife said are you okay and i said yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i never let her know how bad i was hurting Mm -hmm. or what was going on yeah so When I finally get the fourth call, Mm -hmm. uh, we go up to the hospital. They say, oh, well, there's no beds, but go ahead and go to the labs, and do your labs, get your everything done. So I I did that. We sat in the hall for, I don't know, six, maybe eight hours. Mm -hmm. And they finally said, well, we got a bed for you. So we go up to the eighth floor and get get in the bed. And they say, well, we're scheduling surgery for five o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. I said, well, okay. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, they come in there at four o'clock. Said you about ready to go, and I said, "Yeah, I'm ready to go." Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll see. It's still, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So five o'clock, they come in there and told the wife, "Said give him a kiss. He's going to surgery." Wow. So I, uh,
0: I bet there were some tears.
1: Yeah. So I'm about
0: ready to cry just thinking about like yeah. that moment. That yeah. Well, yeah, because wow.
1: you just you you you've hit the ultimate peak. Yeah. So we get down there. We go through all the OR prep. Uh, the the doctor asked me, he said, how do you feel? I said, okay. He said, are you, you, you scared? And I said, no. Uh, the two things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm either going to wake up in a lot of pain or I'm going to die at the Father's table. I said, yeah. there's there's only two outcomes we're going to get here. Mm-hmm. He said, amen, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something to that effect. And then he, yeah. he did the... Uh, when I went in there, it was weird because it's not like an operating room you see on a, on TV. Right. This one had like 900 screens in there, and there was everything <clears throat> had a different function. So they went through, and then then I woke up in the ICU unit, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I couldn't talk. I was tied to my bed. They kind of put me in, in a light coma, so I wouldn't move. Mm-hmm. I had... Hoses sticking out of my neck, my arms, my shoulders, my my belly. Uh, but I was thirsty. And and, uh, and they had yeah. IVs in me, you know, to right. keep me from getting dehydrated.
0: But yeah. it still doesn't quench the thirst.
1: I yeah. was so thirsty. Yeah.
0: My dad, when my senior year, I was living with him and it was just he and I. And he had a wreck on my horse. Um, that's what I call it. But it tore a ton bunch of his internal organs up and broke ribs and all kinds of stuff. And he was in the hospital for 11 days and he just wanted a taste of ice. And there were like four or five days that he couldn't have. Yeah. Any. And he was just like, he was so weak, but he was like, you've got to find me some ice. And I was like, okay. But it felt like a two year old. Yeah. Cause he was so weak, but yet the thirst was so strong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Be, and 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 I just remember I was so thirsty at the ho- at the same time I'm watching this Matrix mm-hmm. just constantly going numbers symbols mm-hmm. letters I don't know what it meant, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's mean. I, I just I kept getting thirstier and thirstier, and I asked them, you know, can I have some water? No, something. W- but I was having a motion with my hands and trying yeah, right know. right and uh, in the night. Jesus come to me and he said, you're thirsty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is what hell feels like, but it's wow. 10 times worse. Wow. He said, so where are you? You need to get off the fence. Pick a side. Wow. You pick a side now. So all this wavering I've been doing, he brought me to that moment.
0: And this is in 2021? Yes. Okay.
1: Wow. So it, 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 it was decision time. Mm-hmm. It was go time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I chose him. And then I remember the mm-hmm. room just... The the soft white light, just the warmth, the love that I felt in that moment. Like
0: that matrix disappeared?
1: No, the matrix Matrix kept going. still
0: there? Wow.
1: He said I would understand that later.
0: Yeah. Sweet.
1: So. uh, How cool, though. You know, I described that white light as what a mother shares with a newborn baby. Mm. That's the way I would Mm -hmm. describe it. I was thinking about it the other day, and that's Mm -hmm. how I would describe it. So
0: you felt like this incredible bond with Jesus in that moment? Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool.
1: So, uh, then I got out. I left the hospital in 14 days. Wow. Under my own power. Wow. I walked in four days.
0: Golly. They With said, do you want to walk? I said, lungs. yeah,
1: I, I, I need to walk. Wow.
0: With somebody else's they,
1: they They kept oxygen on me for a day or two, but it was real light, just mm-hmm. as precautionary. And then they had to make sure that I could still swallow, so... Mm-hmm. There was all kinds of crazy stuff that you to were like, hospital. "Yes, I
0: can swallow." Give me all the ice that you want to give me. Right?
1: Well, I, I did. They they <laughs> they swabbed my mouth several times the next morning after this all happened. Yeah, yeah, keeping it moist. Yeah,
0: gosh, how incredible!
1: And then and then, uh, at, you know, went for my first follow up. Uh, I uh, the doctors were checking me over, and, and I said, you know, I went back to that. Well. Why did you deny the the third on the, on the heart? And he mm-hmm. said, "Oh, we was planning on putting the heart in too, but when we took your lungs out, your heart popped back to normal. Oh and my so we gosh! Didn't. So that was the, for all the, the tests they were doing on my heart because the lungs were pressing on it so hard that they thought they was going to have to replace my heart. They thought the heart was bad too.
0: Oh my goodness! But wow. they didn't tell me this, <laughs> which, which may have helped to uh, keep your faith in a good place. Yeah." <laughs> Wow. So I, I was
1: just, uh, it was just, it was a blessing. I, I, I received so many miracles through mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, the third miracle was, you know, I didn't have to have a heart too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so you have had, like you went through this process, but you've had a new set of lungs for two years and seven months. Yes. Wow. That is so cool. That is so cool. Congratulations. Well, thanks. Yeah. So what's your experience? what's your relationship with Jesus look like now? Because you were on the fence. Like you had that moment to say yes or no and you chose yes. The light came, you felt that bond. What's uh, it look like 2 years and 7 months after?
1: I tell him every night when I say my prayers, I humbly submit to you mm. whatever your will is. Mm. That's dude. lordship. Yeah, that's lordship.
0: What a beautiful Beautiful story. And you got baptized a few months ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What was that like?
1: It was awesome. I, I had to do it again. I'd done it as a child, mm-hmm. but, you know, I needed to do it again. And then after after about two months, then he sent me a vision. Mm-hmm. One of my doctors, one of my transplant doctors, left Integris and went to teach it the University of Arizona. Oh wow. And I walk in this room and he's sitting there and there's just a table and a chair. Nothing spectacular about mm-hmm. this room. He's playing chess. And there's a piece of paper on the table and he pointed at it. And he said, Read these five books.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: you'll 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 find mm-hmm. what you're seeking. Mm-hmm. And it was first and second Thessalonians, first and second Corinthians and Ephesians. Wow. So I figured it out. I'm i I'm so supposed cool. to you know, imitate Paul, which imitated Jesus. So,
0: yeah. Amen. That's so cool. That's so cool. Well, thank you for telling your story. I was reminded uh, this week I went in to give blood Mm -hmm. and I go to the SSM here in Hera is where my doctor's office is at. And there's a sign up on there, like way high up in their lobby. And I don't remember exactly what it was, but it so impacted me. I took a picture of it. But it just said something about, um, like we exist, um, with our expertise in medicine or something, our gift in medicine or whatever to show, to reveal the presence of God's healing power. Yes. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's a fantastic statement. And that's what this testimony is. Like it's, it's you testifying of how the medical intervention actually displayed the presence of god's healing power and that's what it is
1: and then the other day i come across first peter four twelve. it says beloved uh do not think it strange concerning the the uh, fiery trial which which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you but rejoice to the extent that you partake of christ's sufferings that when his glory is revealed mm-hmm. you may also be Glad with exceeding joy.
0: Amen, and that's that's (laughs) That's, what it is. That
1: sums up the whole story. Yeah,
0: that is. That is a perfect scripture for that. I'm going to write that down, and I'm going to go back through it. First Peter four twelve and thirteen. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us. Just like stories of hope, and so you know, if you're somebody that's waiting on a transplant, or know somebody that is, like, have hope. Like you with you endured three nos. Before yeah. you got a yes. But look at you. Yeah, Look at yeah. you. It's awesome. Um, but also just for healing. Like God is the healer. We partner with those that he's gifted in the area of medicine. And that knowledge and that expertise um, to do those things. But he really is the healer. And so thank you for telling your story. Will you pray for us yes. as we dismiss out of here? Yes. All right.
1: Lord, we come to you thanking you for this day, and we pray for the less fortunate. We Mm. pray for those that are waiting for transplants. We pray for their healing. We pray for their understanding. We pray that they uh, go through it well. Mm -hmm. Lord, we just pray for all the people in the world today that are suffering, that you watch over them, heal them, guide Mm -hmm. them, and destroy evil. Mm -hmm. Lord, we just pray. We love you, and we praise you, and we are your servants, so you lead us as you you will. And we love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen.